Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. I'm your host, Danielle, and welcome back to another episode of The Mom Files. On this week's episode of The Mom Files, I am chatting with Lindsay Wilson of Kiss It Better Beauty. She is so much fun, and it really is just feels like you're talking to one of your girlfriends about all the latest must-haves in makeup and skincare. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of The Mom Files. This week, we have Lindsay Wilson from Kiss It Better Beauty. How are you doing, Lindsay? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, considering we're back in lockdown. Yep. (laughs) Never-ending cycle. (laughs) It's just the usual now. Like, this is the new normal, so I I feel like it's weird if we weren't in lockdown lately. (laughs) Yeah. My, My skin is looking good for it, though. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely taken self-care to a different level, that's for sure. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how you got started in the beauty business. Well, um, how I got started, I have been doing this a lot. How long have I been doing this? I, I just had my four-year um, business anniversary, so I guess four years ago. I there was these viral videos all over Facebook and Instagram with these girls like rubbing their lips and kissing glasses and kissing their babies and their lipstick wasn't going anywhere and I had seen it for a couple months and I decided to wear a bright red lipstick to work one day and I think I was told at least three times I had lipstick on my teeth or like smudged throughout the day and I got home and I was like you know what like, this is totally going to be a scam. There's no way this thing works. But, like, I'm just sick of this. I, I need to try this. And so I reached out to a girl I had followed on Instagram who sold it and was like, okay, I need some of this. I made sure I was, like, asked her 10,000 times, like, is there a satisfaction guarantee? Like, because I had no faith that this lipstick was going to stay on like they said it would. I, I thought it was a total scam. And so... um after we had picked my color out and everything and she was ready to ship it. And then we realized she was in Texas and I was in Canada and you can't sell it across the border. So um, she was like, well, you know, for the same price, you can sign up, you order it with a discount and that's how you can get access to it then in Canada. Cause I couldn't find anyone in Canada that sold it. And so she sold me with discount. Like I'm a, a huge thrifty shopper. If I can buy it on sale, I'm there. So I was like, you know what? Like, verified again like if if this doesn't work I can get my money back because I had no I had no faith in this product when I ordered it and so I signed up ordered my color it showed up and I swiped it on and immediately was blown away it did exactly what it said it was going to do which is very rare nowadays I find and I was like this is amazing I had no intention of selling it um I was not like a huge makeup person. Like I wore it daily, but like, I don't think people were coming to me for makeup tips by any means. And uh, I like tried it, but I love sharing things that I love with my friends and family. And so I knew what people were going to ask me where to get it. And I wasn't going to be like, oh, well, you actually needed to sign up and and get it like a business account (laughs) and order it. So I was like, 
whatever I'll just I'll sell it for my friends and family and um so it just started like super small I really had no intention of like growing it into the business it did but um we had just moved out and um, my fiance got injured at work so we suddenly had gone down from two incomes to one and I saw sort of the business opportunity that existed there and I just kind of like dove into it learning anything I could about it um and really it has become such like a passion for mine and I I like that I'm not like a huge makeup person. I'm not the person that's spending like two hours a day. I'm just a regular person that's sharing products I love and making it simple and like breaking it down for sort of the everyday girl, right? That's that's looking for makeup. And I, I want to make it simple Absolutely. and show people like how easy it is. I don't want it to be complicated because I don't want that and you don't want that. And no one wants to spend four hours getting ready. They just want something that's going to work and be super easy. So I just kind of like fell into it and then it's just grown into such a passion and um, yeah. I absolutely love your tutorials and there's, there's one you did and I'm pretty sure it's with all of the different with scents where you like break your face into four quarters of like animal prints and then just show the longevity of how it all lasts. But how did you, so if you didn't always have like this natural makeup artistic talent how did you train yourself that or like how did you learn um honestly just practice like i i am not artistic by any means i like literally almost failed art class in high school i was i'm a horrible like drawer and that kind of stuff but it's just like practice and and breaking it down and um the company is amazing they they do some amazing tutorials we have a ton of makeup artists that are in our company and so they do tons of free trainings and there, there's literally more training than I could ever want so it's really just practice like the more you do it the easier you get um I love Halloween so I've always done Halloween looks pretty big which is what that one was and like if you look back at the Halloween looks I did four years ago versus the ones I did now it's it's honestly just my confidence building I feel like like I never would have attempted something like that four years ago but when you break it down, we've done fat videos as of late, which are probably my favorite <laughs> things on the internet. I just, I love me a good throwback. Yeah. So it's like, I, I was not perfect when I started. I still am not by any means, but like, I, I like breaking it down into the steps that make it simple for everyone to do. And like, really the animal print looks really cool when it's done, but it's broken down and it's really just like lines and circles, right? When you when you break it down to the basics and um, I think it's just giving people the confidence that they have the skills to do it. And, and the fact that I'm not artistic and I'm not a, a pro makeup artist, I think really helps with that. Cause like, if I can do it, you can do it. You just need to practice and it might take a little bit more time at first, but you'll get better at it. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes it, you make it feel obtainable. Because even like I watch I watch your videos and, and I'll be honest, I prior to um, really prior to COVID, nine times out of 10, I applied eyeshadow with a Q-tip. And my six year old has like a very extensive set of makeup brushes, yet her poor, poor mother <laughs> had to use Q-tips. 
<laughs> so I've now like stolen Summer's makeup brushes. <laughs> and I'm like, now you just pat, 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 and the eye is going to pop because Lindsay told me my eye will pop. Yeah, like I feel like we all have the tools and like I don't want to just sell people products to sell them products. I want to make them feel confident and capable capable to use those products because um, it's not going to help you if I just hand you a lipstick and an eyeshadow and say have fun. Like I want to be able to show you how best to use it, the best techniques, but makeup is so expressive and different and there's a million ways to do it. There's no right or wrong way to do it there's some tips and some suggestions I can give you and then everyone makes it their own. Like I love seeing the looks that my customers come up with, with the products they purchase. And so many times people will order stuff and I'm like, Oh, that's a really neat combo. I've never tried that. I'm going to give that a try tomorrow. So what is your favorite sort of five minute face? Um, so we have a color correcting tinted moisturizer, which is like my desert Island product. I, love it i i haven't worn foundation on a regular basis in four years it's my top selling product by far um so definitely our color correcting tinted moisturizer there's six shades it adjusts so it's really easy to color match because i know people are really worried about ordering makeup sort of online about color matching specifically even though we have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee so color correcting tinted moisturizer for sure it still looks like skin your freckles will still show through but it's just going to like even out your complexion and it's a moisturizer and it has sun production in it. So I love a multi-use product that's going to give you a bunch of things in one easy step and you don't even need brushes to apply it. You can use your hands so you don't need to steal <laughs> summer's makeup brushes. Um, and then mascara for sure. Um, I have blonde eyelashes so you cannot see them without mascara. So mascara is something I wear on the daily basis and our mascara also has an ingredient in it that grows your eyelashes. So once again, it's one of those double duty products that's gonna give you a lash serum and a mascara in one. And then if- I have been using, nope. sorry, I've been using just the lash serum yes. and my eyelashes, they have been nubby my entire life. And they are, they they look so full when I put mascara on now and I don't get like the awkward clumps. Yes, I, I love that. I recommend lash serum. <laughs> Yeah, so we have a lash serum that has a totally different ingredient in it and then a mascara that has a different growth ingredient. So you can use them separately or use them together. Totally personal preference. I love our lash serum, but I always forget to put it on at night. I never forget to put mascara on. So it's that one's just a lot easier for me. And then like just some sort of color. So whether that's like a gloss or our shadows are really versatile too. So if you grab like a pinky sort of shadow that you could use as an eyeshadow, a blush and like a lip color, that's like a really easy one and done thing. Or we have a million different glosses too that you can just throw on. And then like if I want to be more dressed up but really short on time, I will throw on a lip color just because I feel like if you put on lipstick, especially like a bold bright color, it just immediately makes it look like you've put more effort into your look than you actually did. And it, I find it's a big like confident boost. Like I'll throw on a red lip if I need like a confidence boost or I need like just motivation to go out and get the world. So that's sort of my five minute face. Absolutely. Pre kids, I always did like a very muted lip. And then it was right after summer was born. And I was like, I look like a walking zombie 97% of the time. But if I put on like a dash of mascara and a bold lip, yeah, you look 
I look like I could take on the world. Yeah, like, it looks like you have so much, you've put so much more effort into your look than if you're not wearing lipstick, just because I feel like it's not something everyone wears every day, or they stick to, like, a nude color, so if you put on, like, that bold lip, it really just makes it look like you've put a lot more effort in. Which I, that's always a yeah. win. So you mentioned the color correcting, um, is it a color correcting moisturizer? It's a color correcting tinted moisturizer. So it's a moisturizer. So, Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, so what are some of your other must-have products? Um, so those definitely are my must-have products in terms of our makeup. Um, we also sell skincare as well. And, and there's some like must-have products on my list in there for sure. So um, we have a facial resurfacer, which is an exfoliant. Um, and I'm a true believer that if you are not using an exfoliator in your skincare routine, you are wasting your money on every other skincare item. Because basically, if you're not exfoliating off the dead skin cells on the top layer of your skin, your skincare that you're putting on is just being absorbed by those dead skin cells on the surface, and it's not getting into your skin where you want it to. So investing in an exfoliator is going to be a huge game changer in your skincare because it's going to take off that dead layer of skin and allow those active ingredients to actually get down into your skin where they're going to do some benefit. And so our facial resurfacer is made out of volcanic ash. So I love it because you need a tiny, tiny bit. It doesn't melt like a sugar scrub would. So it actually like you can use this tiny little dot all over your entire face. It's mixed with our Nangai oil, which is um, like 10 times more hydrating than coconut oil. And so you're getting that harsh exfoliant, but you're also getting the Nangai oil, which is going to prevent it from causing any irritation. So your skin's not going to be like super red after you've exfoliated. And I just keep it in my shower and it's amazing. I use it. My fiance uses it it's like the number one product that guys will steal off of the shower shelf. So many of my customers keep it in their shower and they're like, this is going way faster than just me using it. And they'll, they'll realize like their husband or boyfriend are also using it too. Cause it's black. It looks kind of manly funny. too. And like guys have skin yeah. too. They, they never really think about their skincare, but um, so definitely our exfoliator. I highly recommend anyone throw in an exfoliator. If you don't want to purchase one, look up like the ingredients for a sugar scrub or something and just start exfoliating your skin. You're going to see a huge difference in your skincare. Um, Which makes so much sense yet. Like why, why have I not thought of that? Yeah. I like it never really clicked to me. Um, I do this analogy. Um, I've done a, a couple of videos on it. And I, the first time I saw it, I was like, Oh my God, this makes so much sense to me. And it was like the grapes, raisins, and cornflakes analogy. So essentially, like our skin cells, when they're down in the lower levels, are like nice, plump grapes. And when you're a baby, your whole skin is nice, plump grapes. And then as we age, and as those grapes get closer to the outside of your skin, they lose moisture and they turn into those raisins. And then finally, they get to the top layer and they become those cornflakes. And they're all dry and flaky. So if you were to pour milk on, the milk is going to be absorbed by those flaky cornflakes and sucked up rather than getting all the way down. Whereas if you didn't have those cornflakes and you just had the grapes and the raisins, 
that milk's going to get a lot further down into those grapes than it would if the cornflakes were on top. And that was sort of the analogy that like clicked in my head of like how this works and how our skin cells work. That makes so much sense. And that's a great it visual. Because everyone can picture it. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any other must-haves? Um, so exfoliator for sure. Um, sun protection is a huge, huge one too. Um, so all of our products, um, all of our cream products have um, a mechanical shield in them. So um, sunscreen is a is a chemical shield and a mechanical shield is more of like wearing a t-shirt. So it's actually going to create a layer on top of your skin. So that color correcting tinted moisturizer I mentioned has a mechanical shield equivalent to the SPF of 15. Um, a lot of our like cream products, so like our blushes and our eyeshadows, they all have the mechanical shield in them too, as long with, along with like our daytime moisturizers. Um, so if you're layering like the daytime and the climate control, or sorry, if you're layering the daytime moisturizer and the color correcting tinted moisturizer together, it's like wearing two t-shirts. So you're going to get the skin um, protection equivalent to SPF 30. So sun protection is a huge thing. If you don't have sun protection built into your skincare and makeup, make sure you're adding in a sunscreen there for sure. Because once again, the sun is like the biggest cause of skin damage. So if you're not protecting your skin from the sun, like why are you working so hard with your skincare to prevent and reverse those signs of aging if you're just going to go outside in the sun with no uh, sun care on and cause more damage to it? So sun protection is definitely a must-have. So exfoliator, sun protection, first two things you make sure you have in your skincare routine. Um, I sometimes wish that I could just like go back in time and like just schmuck Danielle of the past in the head for the lack of sunscreen I wore. Yeah, and I like, I cringe thinking of the tanning beds I did in high school. Like I just wish I could go like educate baby Lindsay on how horrible they are <laughs> despite like what my parents said yeah. and, like no one listens to their parents when they're 16 <laughs> no so um in terms of another like must-have product that we have we have a retinal cream um which is one of our newer products that came out I think it came out last it's been around for about a year now um and retinal it makes a huge difference it's literally one of those like skincare products that can be used for literally everything <laughs> like you have if you have acne retinol if you have aging retinol if you have wrinkles retinol <laughs> like it's it's one of those sort of it encompasses everything um but it can be quite harsh so um there's a lot of education that goes into using a retinol and whenever someone purchases it from me i do have a huge like not instructions essentially that i give it i've got lots of videos and stuff on it because um, that's where retinol sort of gets the bad name is it can cause a lot of irritation. Um, ours is built with a lot of peptides and, um, ingredients to help make it not as harsh, but still effective. Um, but it's one of those products that you do need to introduce very carefully and very, very, very slowly into your skincare routine. Like start with using it once a week for a couple of weeks, and then you're going to up it till two times a week. And, um, so it's really it's an amazing product, but you need to have the education along with it. Like if you're just going to buy a retinal cream off of the shelf somewhere, you're probably not going to have a very good experience with it simply because you don't have the education behind it. Um, 
and I think it's really important too, is our skincare products. Um, we have a patented kinetic enzyme in them called Cineplex Complex, which essentially like speeds up how quickly your skin cells are produced. So all of our products are anti-aging. Our skincare and makeup all have our Cineplex Complex in them. But as much science goes into the actual ingredients in our skincare, it also goes into the packaging of our skincare, which I think is something most people don't think about when they're looking at skincare products, is how is it packaged? Am I purchasing an active ingredient that's been sitting in a package getting unactive for the past year? Or am I purchasing an, a product that has active ingredients that are protected and activating as I go to use them? So looking at the packaging... Um, that's something I like. I have 100% bought something from the pharmacy shelf that was already yeah. expired. And not even inspired. Like there's a lot of active ingredients like retinol and vitamin C that need to be like protected from light and air. And like a lot of people have like active ingredients that they're opening the bottle and air gets into them and they're using them for a year. Like air breaks down those active ingredients they're only good for a couple of months unless you have like an airless pump or something built into the product that's going to protect it from the air and the sun uh, sun getting in there i remember just talking about retinol i remember when i turned it was for my 30th birthday my mom bless her heart because i do love her but she bought um I don't want to say the name brand, but she bought. It's okay. <laughs> in case this really takes off one day, <laughs> there's this red container of fairly well-known um, product line for anti-aging, and specifically bought me an entire line of anti-aging for my 30th birthday when I'm already going through. I don't want to say a midlife crisis because that's like cutting me short. <laughs> and so I was like, oh gosh, do you think there are lines? And I'm applying it every, my face was like a freaking fire truck. I matched oh the God. packaging. It was terrible. And I was like, who uses this stuff? And I'm thinking that maybe it's because I was going a little strong. I didn't understand that retinol should be paced. Yeah, like I, there's so many people, like, I like you know I I have to test it out right I I wanted to see what would happen if one of my customers didn't listen to me and just like went in full force with it so I did go in full force with mine and like I have super sensitive skin to start with so like it was almost like like scaly like kind of like it was so 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 dry so I was like yeah I, I'm highly not recommending anyone do this and uh, listen to <laughs> listen to the the recommendations. Like it's really good when they launch new products. They actually have the scientists that de that designed them come on and train us on it. So I love that I get the knowledge that I can then share because um, I think it's so important to know what your skincare is doing. You're not just putting it on because someone told you to. It, like understanding the science behind it because not everyone needs everything and it's funny that your mom like for your 30th birthday was like here you go <laughs> get started because like <laughs> I so wish I had gotten into skincare younger because it is really true what they say they're like 
um, like prevention is the best thing for aging. And it really is like the earlier you can start it, like I'm not going to tell an 18 year old to start using anti-aging stuff, but like if you can start in your 20s, you're going to be a lot better off than starting once you already see the signs of aging. And that's where I like that yes. the anti-aging like kinetic enzyme is built into all of our skincare and our makeup because you don't need like an anti-aging product, like an anti-wrinkle or a retinol. It's just built into the skincare, the tinted moisturizer that you're putting on every day or the foundation or like the daytime moisturizer. Which just, and then it just takes a step, like you don't have an excuse not to be doing it because it's just, it's built in, it's easy, it's just happening. Like I'm, I'm all for multi-purpose products. Like if the product is only doing one thing for me, I don't really want it. Like I don't want more steps. I want my products to be working as hard as I do. And so if I can get a product that covers multiple things in one, I'm, I find that perfect. Now, Every season, our skin kind of changes, our needs kind of change. Do you recommend switching out your products seasonally? Or is there something that I should be doing in the summertime that's different than what I'm doing in the wintertime? Yeah, like you definitely need to um, sort of change with your skin as it changes. You don't need to change out every product in your routine every season by any means. Um I just kind of tweak what products I use or like how much I use a product um, as the seasons change. Like specifically in the winter, um, my skin gets quite, quite a bit drier. So like I use our Nangayal, which I mentioned before when I was talking about the facial resurfacer. Um, I use it instead of my night cream, typically like once a week year round but in the winter time if my skin is super dry I will put that on or I will add a drop of it to my evening moisturizer or even to my daytime moisturizer sometimes when I'm super dry um, we also have a product called climate control which um, has been great at changing I had really combination skin four years ago when I started Senegens and before I started getting into um, skincare like growing up my whole life I had pretty bad acne I actually was on medication in high school for it and so I'd always been told like you have oily skin you need to use like oil is bad moisture is bad like you're just drying out your skin in as much as you can when you think you have oily and acne skin and so like obviously I'm in my 30s now my skin is different from when it was in high school and so even in the winter time I like was not using any moisturizer and <laughs> I was just like depriving my skin of moisture so it was creating more oils to um, compensate for that so I think the best thing you can do is is learn your skin and how it normally is and then adjust it as needed like listen to it if it if it is dry give it more moisture if it is oily back off the moisture. Um, I always recommend when someone's starting off with our skincare and not too sure what their skin type is to wash their face in the morning and don't put anything on. Don't put a moisturizer on. Don't put makeup on. Don't put anything on your skin and pay attention to it throughout the day. Does it feel tight? Does it feel dry? Does your T-zone start getting oily? Do you start getting oily in different spots? Do you have really dry spots? And that will give you a good idea of what your skin is like on its own and how it naturally produces oil. And then we can help like narrow down products. So I don't recommend switching out products every season entirely. 
but I do recommend either using products you already have a bit differently, whether it's like adding in climate control to your routine morning and night versus just at night. Or um, sometimes I'll recommend switching out a cleanser because um, it's a it's the cheapest skincare product we have. So if I'm going to have you have two of something, I'd rather it be a, a cleanser, which is going to have less active ingredients, which means you can have it sitting on the shelf for a year or two and it's not going to matter versus a more active like skincare product that probably isn't going to last until you need it again. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I answered that. <laughs> how long can you typically have a product? How long can you or how long? Yeah, I open something. How long before I should be like no longer trying to scrape the bottle and just be like, girl, <laughs> go buy yourself a new mask. Um, it really depends. You heard stories about how long I've kept my lips. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're all guilty of that. Um, it really is going to depend on the product too and the packaging. So like I mentioned before, like if there's active ingredients in it, it's going to have a shorter shelf life because um, the, the air and the sun uh, are going to start breaking it down. So if it has an active ingredient, it's probably only like got probably a six month shelf life. If it's like, if it's appropriately packaged, most of our um, active skincare products come in an airless pump and they're in a, in like an opaque bottle. So they can't get any air or sun into them. So um, most of our skincare has a 12 month shelf life. Um, Cosmetics are a little bit different. Like our lipsticks, have a uh, cosmetic grade alcohol in them which prevents bacteria from growing in them so they last i think it's three years open um, because it has the alcohol in there to to prevent bacteria growth most lip products and stuff i think the recommendation is like three to six months and that's mainly because it's like a moist tube that bacteria can grow in um mascara is a super super important one um, the recommendation is three months if you use it daily or six months if you use it occasionally. And that's because it's a dark, wet tube that is going near your eyes, which is yeah. like an opening in your body that bacteria can get into. You can get some. You say it and it makes yeah, so you much can get some pretty sense. serious eye infections from using expired mascara. Um, and I could never remember when mine were. And I w my eyes are very sensitive too. Everything is sensitive on my body. <laughs> but I would like essentially just wear my mascara until my eyes started being super itchy all day. And I was like, Oh, it's probably time to switch this out. And then I was going to had times where I'm like scratching my eyes and, but I'm not like you and say, Oh, I should switch my mascara. I'm like, what has changed around me environmentally? And then I'll be like, Oh no, it's probably the days that I wear mascara and claw my eyeballs out. That is a sign I should just yeah. buy more so mascara. I've started switching my out on the change of seasons because that's three months and it's super easy to remember. Like oh, the, the first of spring was just like a couple of weeks ago. So if you cannot remember the last time you switched out your mascara, throw it out and get a new one. And then the first day of summer, you're going to switch it out. The first day of fall, first day of winter. And that's a super easy way to remember when to switch out your mascara. Um, anything else like when it starts changing texture or color or smell, it's probably expired. And it's like most packages say how long they've the expiry is on them. 
Um, so you can even write with a permanent marker on it when you opened it if you're if you're really concerned about it. But most products will start changing consistency or like color or something when they've started to go bad. So I definitely am going to buy new <laughs> mascara. Um, and and I laugh so that I don't cry. But you're like, the consistency <laughs> changes. I read online that you could put a couple drops of lavender oil in your mascara, and then that will help, like, make well, it I less clumpy. Like, like, lavender is a very strong smell. I would, I would not put it's that in my eyes. It, yeah. I've been, like... <laughs> I've had some regrets and I haven't worn mascara. I've worn mascara once since I've done it, but then also haven't been like just throw it away because now it's a lost cause. I don't know why I'm, it's not like it's a discontinued I've product. Heard, like, contact solution. I've never heard lavender oil though. Like I feel like that would burn. Like I love lavender oil. I spray it in my room before bed. It didn't burn. It just kind of made it, um, I don't, I don't know that it's improved the texture and it's very strong smelling like lavender should relax you. And I don't feel relaxed when I open it. There might be like an underlying like concern all day because your, your lavender mascara is yeah. you to sleep. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even know what like <laughs> brought me to look into it. But anyway, the moral of the story is that I um, am going to order more mascara. Yeah, yeah that's one, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a huge, like, expiry date person. It's more, like, the biggest concern when it comes to beauty products with expiry dates is the bacteria that's building in them. So if you're very careful with how you use them, like, if you use a clean brush every time or you're, like, washing your hands before you dip your hand in your cream, like, you're preventing the bacteria that's getting in there. Um, but with active ingredients, like there's nothing wrong with using them after they expired. They're just like not as potent. And so you're not going to see as good of results as if you just used it all up in the time it should have been used in. Yeah. What is um, a go-to color that for, for eyes and, and lips that you kind of think goes for most hmm. people? Um. For lips, like pink champagne is always my like number one recommendation. It is by far my top selling. It's also my favorite color, which I feel like just sort of makes it a little bit biased. But um, it's just like a little touch of, touch of pink, a little hint of shimmer. Um, and I find it looks great on most skin tones. Um, for eyes, like anything coppery, like kind of in that orange sort of rusty bronze um, color family, Anything in that color family is going to look good on all eye colors. Um, like it's going to make blues and greens really pop. It's going to pull out like any brown sort of yellow flecks in brown eyes. Or sorry, not brown. It's going to pull out like gold yellow flecks in brown eyes. Um, so that's a color that I feel like most people don't use. But it is a color that's sort of universally great on most eye colors. Um, sandstone Shimmer Pearl is like a goldeny sort of yellow shimmer eyeshadow that we have and it once again is my top selling shadow it's really really sheer so it's great for for a starting color for everyone excellent all right sure. do you want to play a little game 
So it's called Open Up. Um, you are, you're in Ontario as well. So it is from the open label of wine available at Metro. And it honestly, it was a little gift with purchase and we're in a never ending lockdown. So I don't actually see people to play this game. So it has become my podcast game. Okay, so what are three things you cannot oh, live without? Three things I cannot live without. Is this supposed to be like just random things or like should I be sentimental here? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Either or. Um, definitely my family. Family is really important to me. Um, so I think that's number one and that will be my sentimental one. And then things I can't live without. Um, I've already talked about some of my favorite products, but, ooh, gosh, this is hard. Um, like, I hate to say my phone, but at this point, it's, like, really my lifeline to to everything. Like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine going through the last year without technology and without a phone, so, and and I run my business from it, so definitely my phone and family. That seems weird to, like, say those two things together. Um, I, I mean, we now live in a world where your yeah. phone connects you 100% know, like, to your family. It's, it's a crazy, crazy world we live in. Um, and the third thing, uh, definitely like water or like the beach. Like, just water is like my it calms my soul. Like I just love being near water. I love being on the dock at my cottage. I just can't imagine living in a world where we don't have like docks and beaches and that kind of stuff. Yes. It's the ultimate way to relax. What is the most embarrassing thing that you have done? Where do I even start? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Oh, um, trying to think of one that, okay. I'll tell you the one that haunts me. When I was in um, fourth grade, it was the summer between fourth and fifth grade. And uh, my aunt and uncle had cottages on Jarvis Lake. And I went to the cottage and I am an extremely gullible individual. And I was obsessed with Billy Ray Cyrus at a level that was not healthy. And I heard a helicopter flying and my aunt had convinced me that it was Billy Ray Cyrus's like tour helicopter. And then she proceeded to write me like a note and signed it from Billy Ray Cyrus. And I believed it and wrote back. And then she was like my pen pal for the summer. What did she tell you? From Billy. She didn't tell me until I was in now fifth grade in front of my class for showing to tell telling them that Billy Ray had Oh my gosh. Like of all the people too that like Nobody else was obsessed with Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh God. Now I'm, how do I top that one? Oh, <laughs> I feel like it. And it's just one of those things that like, even now when I see like 
Chad McLean from fifth grade. I'm like, oh God, you're still <laughs> laughing at me for that, aren't you? I like, I think one of the things that like, definitely my friends made fun of me for the most was like, we were on a camping trip when we were, um, I think it was for grad in grade 12. And I had like, spent like, I, I did all of the courses to become a lifeguard up until the last final one you need to actually become a lifeguard which I never have done to this day but like spent all of my weekends and evenings doing all these lifeguarding courses and CPR and first aid and everything like that and so we were on this camping trip and one of our guy friends um, ended up cutting his head like really bad I he hit something on it and was bleeding like all down his face and so we had obviously been enjoying some beverages throughout the night and so all I could do from like, I just kept going, he's going into shock. He's going into shock. And like, they're like, he's fine. Like he's just bleeding. And like, I just was adamant that we needed to jump into this like CPR thing. And so like, they made fun of me forever for, for this, but like, yeah, that's, that's definitely one that has stuck around for a number of years, but like, I'd also, I don't know, I'm sure I've <laughs> tripped on like 10,000 things. Oh, I fainted as an altar server. I feel like that could have, that one should have been burnt in my memory. I like, when oh. I overheat, I black out. <laughs> and so I altar served as a kid and like the robes oh. were really heavy and hot. And so like, I'm, yeah. I refused to like ask for help or tell anyone I couldn't see anything because I had entirely blacked out at this point. And I'm trying to like walk down the stairs to get into a kneeling position to like ring the bells during like communion or something. And like I fell down the stairs in front of the whole <laughs> congregation and had to be like taken out and like got outside and got some air. But yeah, I feel like that's normal. I'm a little bit oh of a clutch, so, like falling and like those kind of things happen pretty regularly. <laughs> what? <laughs> What is something incredibly common that you have never done? Incredibly common that I have never done. Um, I have never eaten a poutine. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be kicked out of Canada for that or something. But like, I just, the the thought of it, like I'm a section eater, the thought of it all combined and like soggy fries. I can't even stand the like smell of it. My fiance loves it and like he tried to make me take a bite of it last year and I couldn't even bring myself to put it into my mouth because it smelled so repulsive to me. I definitely I am also I don't like my food touching each other so I can I, I feel that um, I eased myself into it by just doing like curd on just fries without gravy and then I would like slowly introduce <laughs> the gravy so I don't love them at restaurants because they go a little oh, nuts but isn't obsessed with it wow um <laughs> yeah I mean I've definitely eaten them and I did crave them um, when I was pregnant with Summer, specifically like the Harvey's one. But then also I would want it so bad and then I would get it and I'd be like, this is also gross. Like, I know I don't love did it. So why do I need it? As a kid, I feel I, like I blame it on that. I just. God. 
Yes, and I still give my kids their food on a section plate. Lincoln, that makes sense. Summer is now six, and she'll be like, I'm making pasta, and she's like, I'll take my sauce in one dish and my pasta in the other. (laughs) And I know I've created a monster, but yet that if I could still have a section plate, I'd probably be happier. Plates are sectioned off, and I love them. If you could uninvent a modern day technology, which would it be? Modern day technology. Hmm. Um, I feel like filters. Like I, especially lately, I feel like they've gotten so out of control, and like you can't even tell they're a filter anymore. And they're, I feel like they're just creating so much more harm than they're helping anyone because. People are just expecting that out of others and like there's some people that I follow on social media that I doubt I even know what they really look like, like behind the filters. Absolutely. And they started out so cute with just like little teddy bear ears and a fake pair of yeah, glasses like and a squeaky voice. And like, but it's the ones that alter like the shape of your face. Like that's not and like for everything. <laughs> like I feel like those the the whole industry no. of like airbrushing and editing and like it's just gone too far and like why do we need that technology we could have put that effort into something more beneficial for the world absolutely what would be the title of your memoir oh geez um i don't know like Yeah, we get like, really we, in we're depth here. A whole new turn here. <laughs> we're talking about filters, and now we're talking about your memoir. Um, I feel like it'd be like she saw this coming because, like, I am like the person that is like, well, back to the going into shock whole thing. Like, I am the person that thinks of the worst case scenario. Like, anytime we're doing anything, I I don't like dangerous situations or like risks. Like I'm always thinking of like, what could go wrong in this situation? How could I die in this situation? So like, I feel like I'm going to like pre-see how I'm going to die and it's going to (laughs) happen. Like I'm just a huge planner. So like if I could plan my life out until the day I die, I totally would. Okay, so this is the last question, but read out loud the last text the message last text you message sent. sent. <laughs> it's, it's to Kyle because he picked up lunch and it says, actually, I want a turkey bacon club, please, with a heart. Because <laughs> I changed my mind as to what I wanted to lunch in the five minutes it took him to drive to Tim Hortons. <laughs> Now I kind of want to get baking. Yeah, I'm really decisive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so so much. This was so much fun. Um, Where can people find you? You want to get social? So, um, I'm on Facebook, Kiss It Better Beauty, and Instagram, Kiss It Better Beauty. Um, I'm Linz Wilson, L-I-N-D-Z, with uh on Facebook. If you want to connect there. Um, and then my website is kissitbetterbeauty.com. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. And I will 
Oh, you are so welcome. I'll make sure to link everything as well in the show notes so that people can just Great. easily I, click to so find much. you. This is my first podcast. I was like super nervous, but this is really fun. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it and hopefully you'll find yourself <laughs> yeah. doing more. I think they're fun, <laughs> well, but I'm heavily biased. Fun, so. <laughs> no, Thank you. I'm not going to cut that out. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great night and I'm sure we're going to talk to you soon. Thank you once again to Lindsay for joining me on the mom files. If you're not following her on Instagram or Facebook, get to it. Kiss it better beauty. And if you are needing some new makeup, may I suggest reaching out to your girl, Lindsay. She will hook you up. Are you somebody who loves accessorizing with original pieces? I cannot recommend Pretty by Paige enough. Her beautiful clay earring designs with quality backings have left my sensitive ears feeling stylish and fancy. She even has a mini collection if you're looking for your littles. Use code DANIELLE10 to save 10% off your order. That's this week's episode of The Mom Files. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Show us some love by subscribing to our podcast and follow along on Instagram at danielle.delaney613 or visit the blog at littlesummerv.com. Thanks for listening.